Welcome to the 34 Circe Salon. We journey from the ancient world to the cosmos. Take the adventure. Take the adventure with us. With us. With us. With us. And welcome, everyone, to the 34 Circe Salon. This is the Parallax Channel. I am Sean Marlon Newcomb, and we are going to be talking about the Iliad today. This is Classical Studies 101. As always, if you would be so kind as to leave a lovely remark or a high rating on whatever podcast platform you're using to listen to us, that would help us a lot and help us get these stories and tales and discussions out to more people. So again, today we're going to be talking about the Iliad, and it is not the end, but it is the near end. We are coming to the the very finale of our great epic, and of course, guiding us all the way across the finish line is the one, the only, Dr. Gary Stickle. Welcome, Gary. Thank you. Thank you. Great as always to be doing this podcast with you, Sean. It's been a fun journey we've been taking in the Iliad, and we've gone from the beginning almost to the very end, and uh, it's been wonderful to uh, learn more about this tale, the, the characters, and the history, and the mythology. So today is Chapter 23. Gary, tell us a little about it. Tell us, Just set us up what happened in 22, and then let's go into 23. Well, the main thing of 22 is there's the final duel climatic duel between Achilles, the, you know, the greatest warrior in the world and the Greek, and uh, Hector, the son of the king and queen of Troy and the chief defender of Troy. And, and finally, although Hector is a great warrior, he's, he's still not as, not as great as Achilles. Achilles manages to kill him with a spear. And so that's the tragic death of Hector. And then, you know, King Priam watches this from the uh, walls of Troy, you know, and, and his wife. And, you know, it's just unbelievable grief is happening. So King Priam being the uh, the Trojan king, yeah. Hector being his son and the great defender. And, of course, with the death of Hector, as you've foreshadowed uh, many times uh, in our discussion, once the, your great hero dies, right, you said Homer says, if you lose your great hero, you lose your battle. Right? Yeah, so it doesn't matter how many thousands of warriors you might have. If you lose your hero, you're not going to win. You're going to lose. So that does not bode well for the Trojans then, right? No. As we know from history. So so what happens in 23? Take us on the ride. Okay. Well, 23, and again, I, I always start off with this translation I like, uh, although it's over 100 years old. It's 1883 translation by uh, Andrew Lang, Walter Leaf, and Ernest Myers, uh, and it's you know Harvard, and um, so basically they have these little introductions for so for book 23 uh, or chapter they call it of the funeral of Patroclus and the funeral games, but then uh, I've been going off this uh, Robert uh, Fagel's 1990 translation of the Iliad, which is pretty good, not perfect, but pretty good. So this chapter is called The Funeral of Patroclus? Uh, th well, that's what uh, 
you know, that, that earlier translation, uh, right. you know, synopsized it. Uh, but, um, and, and that's also what uh, Robert Fagels calls it, the funeral games for Patroclus. So Patroclus has died, just to remind our listener, Patroclus is the, uh, the, the buddy, the partner, however you would describe it, of Achilles. He's killed, and Achilles is you know in great grief. It's what compels him to come back onto the battlefield. Um, and then, of course, he's, the, Patroclus is killed by Hector, the yes. great Trojan hero. And so, and then, Hector Achilles, mistakes him for Achilles, Achilles. because uh, Patroclus is wearing Achilles' armor to inspire Achilles' warriors, the Myrmidons, to fight, and and the other Greeks, which Homer calls the Achaeans, by the way. So, is uh, the funeral of Patroclus held off because Achilles wants his vengeance upon his killer? Uh, is that what was that what we can assume has been going on? That's the reason that we we've waited till after the death of Hector to have the Funeral games for Patroclus. Is that what that's really about? Yes. Okay. okay. In other words, it's the funeral, uh, you know, rites and, and funeral games that uh, is the focus of uh, chapter 23. So we only have one more chapter after this, which is the, uh, you know, the, the wonderful ending of, of the Iliad. We'll get to that next time, I guess. And, um, and what I was saying recently to a, a group of people who are participating in a uh, uh, storytelling uh, podcast because uh, one of the members brought up um, that the current issue of Smithsonian Magazine has a, an article on Troy. It's a good article. Uh, there's a couple of things I disagree with, but basically it's it's a well-done article, a long article too, on and it's a great update on, on the uh, excavations at Troy. Um, but anyhow, as I mentioned there, uh, Homer's Iliad on the tragic, uh, you know, he mentions the glory of war because Bronze Age Greeks were in the glory, and they won glory by killing their adversaries and stripping off their armor and taking it. That's how they won glory. But also they died, and uh, so they were killed as well. And so it just reminds you, you know, because Homer is talking about uh, the, the tragic uh, you know, terrible uh, consequences of war. And that's very relevant to today with what's going on with the, the terrible uh, invasion of, of Ukraine by uh, Putin and, and his Russian army. Mm -hmm. And the whole world is condemning it. And so, uh, you know, to me, Putin is kind of like Agamemnon, who led the Greeks against the Trojans, because uh, Agamemnon was hell-bent on destroying Troy and taking it out as, as a rival and uh, so on. And uh, Putin is hell-bent on destroying Ukraine to uh, add it to his, his empire. And then, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the president of uh, Ukraine has become a worldwide hero. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and just like, um, you know, uh, Hector was a hero. I hope he doesn't, uh, you know, the president, Zelensky, I think his name is, I hope he doesn't lose his life like Hector did, you know, as part of this terrible onslaught. But uh, it, it it's so interesting, reminiscent and relevant. Well, it's interesting, too, because there are, there are similarities and differences, because one of the really important similarities to, to point out to the listeners is that this uh, 
Trojan War takes place in the Black Sea region. And this current Ukrainian conflict has a lot of its theater of war in the Black Sea. Uh, Ukraine being one of the Black Sea uh, nations that border the Black Sea, as well as Russia. So we're back in the same region. Well, the same region. Years. I mean, Troy is yeah. not really on the Black Sea. It's it's on what the right. uh, what 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 the uh, Turks call the Dardanelles. It's a water passageway between the Aegean Sea and the Black Sea. Well, right, but it's the Black Sea region. So the in a greater sense, there's five countries bordering it. Yeah, and in that region is Ukraine, Russia, Turkey. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I think two other countries I'm trying to remember, Romania. Um, so we have this conflict that's taking place basically 4,000 years later within the same region as, as that. So that's interesting. And at the same time, the difference, though, is that we have um, not approbation, but condemnation of this kind of conflict. So unlike that, the era of the Trojan War, where you gain glory and fame for this kind of bloodshed and warfare, we have much more sober view about this kind of aggressive action. So that's interesting. That's a big difference between now and then. Of course, though, Homer, as you point out, is not cheering on the bloodshed. I mean, he really shows how the, the horrors of war. So I guess to be fair, we're, we are still the same as humans. We are we do still look at that and say, this is awful. I guess the big difference, though, is that there aren't as many people cheering on warfare as there once was, but there are still many, many people saying... Well, you know, Putin's cheering it on, but I mean, yeah. even thousands of people in Russia are opposed to it, and he's arrested thousands of people and thrown them into prison. Because mm-hmm. they're they're against war. Yeah, yeah. So take us through twenty three. Okay. So twenty three, by the way, starts off with the uh, uh, location of Troy. So it, it starts out the uh, opening. So they grieved at Troy while Achaeans, the Greeks' troops, pulled back. Once they reached their warships moored on the Hellespont, and that's that waterway I was telling you that the Turks call Dardanelles. The contingent scattered, each man to his own ship, but Achilles still would not dismiss his Myrmidons, his warriors. And as I said before, Myrmidons means warrior ants. He gave his battle-loving comrades strict commands, charioteers in the last formation, friends to the death. We must not lose our teams from the war cars, meaning chariots, yet. All in battle order, drive them past Patroclus's. Drive them past Patroclus, a cortege will mourn the man with teams and chariots. These are the solemn honors owed the dead. And then after we've eased our hearts with tears and dirge, we free our teams and we'll all take supper here. All is one, the armies cried out in sorrow, and Achilles led the chant. Three times they drove their full main stallions around the body. And three is a sacred number, as I keep saying. Sacred symbolic number. Right, right. And so with the Myrmidons, uh, you know, his warrior's uh, mourning, uh, the Thetis uh, goddess appears, and she's the mother of Achilles. And she has a deep desire to grieve as the sands grew wet from the tears of the warriors. Achilles led them now in a throbbing chant of sorrow, laying his man-killing hands on the great friend's chest. Farewell, Patroclus. Even there in the house of death, look, all I promise 
Once I am performing now, I've dragged Hector here for the dogs to rip him raw. And here in front of your flaming pyre, I'll cut the throats of a dozen sons of Troy, all in their shining glory. Again, the sacred number 12. So he triumphed. And he flung down, face down in the dust besides Patroclus's uh, funeral beer. Or Bayer. I don't know how you pronounce that word. B-I-E-R. Mm-hmm. I think the latter, but yeah, sure. Bayer? Yeah, I, I'm not. I, that's the way I've heard it, but we'll have to check. Oh, no, I'll, I'll go with it. We're, we're good. Okay. Okay. And then he says, Myrmidons and her thousands. He didn't have thousands. He probably had hundreds, but not thousands. He set before them all the handsome funeral fifth, feast. And uh, he, he slaughtered um, sheep and goats and swine and so on. And then uh, splained the porkers, meaning the, the pigs, out across uh, Hephaestus, is the god, uh, Hephaestus, uh, the god of fire, and then poured the blood in cupfuls around the corpse. And now the commander, swift Achilles, was led away by Achaea's kings to feast with Agamemnon. And Agamemnon's a high king of Greece that led all the Greek kings against the Trojans. And they set a three-legged cauldron over the fire. Now, again, it has three legs, which may have been intentional. Uh, Mm -hmm. These are braziers, you know, that you have fire coming off of them, you know? Right, right. Uh Uh-huh to provide light and and heat. And uh, so, anyhow. um, And so Achilles is just going on mourning, you know. Uh, And he he says he he doesn't want any uh, wine to drop on the head. He said, it's sacrilege for a single drop to touch my head till I place Patroclus on his pyre and heap his mound and cut my hair for him. So then by heaven, the tireless fire can strike his corpse. The sooner to burn Patroclus from our sight and the men turn back to battles they must wage. So in other words, he's going to have a funeral buyer. And so he has to get the wood for that and so on. So mm-hmm. it talks about them, uh, you know, gathering that. And then get this. Um, no sooner. And then he tried to sleep, Achilles. And Achilles laid down, groaning deep from the heart. No sooner had sleep caught him, dissolved in all his grief. Uh, Straightway, hard to the walls of windswept Troy, the ghost of stricken Patroclus drifted up. Hovering over Achilles' head, the phantom rose and spoke, Sleeping Achilles, you've forgotten me, my friend? You never neglected me in life, only now in death. Bury me quickly. Let me pass the gates of Hades. They hold me off at a distance, all the souls. Never to let me cross the river. And he means the river Styx. Mm-hmm. Never to go to the uh, kingdom of the dead, which is in the underground, according to uh, Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and then he says to uh, Achilles, and you too, your fate awaits you too, godlike as you are, Achilles, to die in battle beneath the proud, rich Trojans' walls. But one thing more, the last request granted, please, never bury my bones apart from yours, Achilles. Let them lie together. So we've talked about this, this close 
relationship these two have. Achilles cutting his hair and mourning, and now uh, Patroclus asking uh, Patroclus asking for to passage to be expedited. Yes, that's what he's so, asking. Yeah, and then he says uh, his ghost slipped underground like a wisp of smoke. Yeah, a ghost of phantom and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, the goddess Dawn. You know, they had a goddess for Dawn when the sun first comes up. And as we always say, we have our own goddess Dawn on the Make Matriarchy Great Again podcast. Yeah. Bum bum. Actually, I have the sound effect for that. <laughs> okay. All right. So Dawn with her rosy red fingers uh, shone upon them weeping around the wretched corpse. At daybreak, King Agamemnon ordered parties of men and mules to haul in timber. So they bring in they go to Mount Ida, which is 20 miles away from Troy, by the way. Mm-hmm. And they, they go to the leaf-covered oaks, and they get uh, they cut them down with their bronze axes and so on. And then they pile a great uh, fire, 100 feet by 100 feet. And they uh, and then they uh, apparently the other soldiers cut their hair as well. Because they, they said they covered his whole body deep with locks of hair they cut and cast upon him, just behind brilliant Achilles. Mm-hmm. And then it says, Achilles stepping back from the pyre, he cuts his hair red gold locks. In other words, Achilles had, uh, you know, blonde hair. Right, right. And it was interesting that, you know, Brad Pitt played him in a 2000. Uh, two movie or four movie uh, Troy 2004 I think yeah and uh, and he had blonde hair and so that was appropriate you know right right and uh, and then it says Achilles placed a lock of his dear comrade's hands his uh, lock of hair and so on and um, and then it talks about you know uh, building building a funeral pyre and then they he, he puts in things like uh, Jars of honey and oil, nine dogs, nine being a sacred number. Wait, this is in the pyre itself? Yeah, apparently. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't realize that they – I had thought it was just the, the individual body. That would be – No, they, they put in other things. Uh, bodies of four mm-hmm. uh, stallions they apparently executed. Oh, heavens. Okay. And the nine dogs I mentioned. And, and then they're, he's going to sacrifice – a dozen, number 12, of uh, Priam's sons. Okay. A dozen of Priam's sons. So, first of all, I didn't realize Priam had that many sons. And where did he sacrifice? I mean, he's going to capture them? What's the? No, he's already captured them. He's going to sacrifice them on the pyre. Oh, I wonder if, you know, sons is meant liberally, meaning sons of Troy kind of thing. No, no. Uh, it's sons of uh, Priam, and, and Priam says in the chapter he had 50 sons. Ah, okay. Well, Priam was very busy. I wonder if he had any time to rule. I think he had more okay. than one wife, too. But, I would hope so, because that poor lady would be working overtime. Yeah, I mean, so. that, that would be unheard of, you know. Yeah, I don't think she, I don't think she, I think by the time you hit about 17, Maybe she. I. I think she'd leave. Yeah, I don't think exactly. she'd stick around. So, well, seventeen. She'd probably leave after nine. But anyway, and all right. So he's going to sacrifice a dozen of his sons. Right. Twelve brave sons. And then uh, it, it says, um, Aphrodite, you know, the goddess of love and beauty. 
-hmm. daughter of Zeus and so on. She comes and anoints Hector's body with oil. So she goes to Hector's body, not Patroclus's. And she, well, right, because we established that she's on the side, Aphrodite, Artemis, they're on the side of the Trojans. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. So she's on the side of the Trojans. Okay. Okay. And um, so, and she anoints him with ambrosial oil. Now, am ambrosia is, uh, uh, you know, uh, the food of the gods, I believe, and then the nectar is the, uh, or is it the other way around? Uh, I think the nectar. ambrosia was the nectar of the gods, right? Well, no, there's two different things, ambrosia and nectar. And nectar I, was, was the uh, the drink of the gods. Ambrosia was uh, the food of the gods, I believe. Well, double check for you. Yeah, maybe I'm uh, wrong. It's been a while. Uh, yeah, it could be. Could be. So if it's anyhow, a dessert, made, dessert made with oranges and uh Okay, so it looks like elixir of life. Um, so we'll get back to the to the listener, but I believe uh, we're on the. Certainly, it's from the gods. So yeah, it's from the gods. Okay, and then uh, Apollo, uh, who's also on the side of the Trojans, he brings a dark cloud down to shroud uh, Hector and and keep it preserved. Mm-hmm. Then it talks about the participation of the winds, Zephyr, Boreas, and you know west and north winds, and so on. So I'm making it as grandiose as, as possible, you know. And um, uh, so it just goes on with this uh, elaborate, you know, burial. And then uh, before he sets it on fire, before Achilles sets the uh, buyer on fire, um, he, um, well, excuse me, he does set it on fire, excuse me, burns it, and then they get the bones of Patroclus. They picked them out with care, supposedly, and they put them in a golden urn. So they're going to bury them in a golden urn. And then they're going to build a, a barrel, meaning a mound, you know, over, over, all, all, over all that. Ambrosia is the food of the gods. So. Yeah, it is the confirm, food. Of, confirm, food of, confirm. It is the food of the gods. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now we're so we're we're in that. So we're in the ritual. So in the, so we'll now see. he goes on. Well, and he, he starts the funeral games. Okay. So at, while he's doing that, the 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 gods aligned with the Trojans are 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 providing for Hector while while Achilles is continuing. Well, Achilles is doing all this because they want to preserve okay. Hector. Mm -hmm. Because I think they know that Hector's going to be returned to Troy. And so now he brings on uh, cauldrons and tripods as uh, stallions, mules, cattle, and women, by the way, as prizes for the winners. Good. Uh, tip, good Lord, I was about to say, because it's like, uh, it's, it's once again, we talk about, and we talk about our patriarchal um uh, mindset of these particular Achaeans and in this particular world and women as, as war prizes. And, and, and for those listeners, we have another channel called Make Matriarchy Great Again, Disrupting History, where we talk about the matriarchal origins that were in old Europe that predate some of this, um, these patriarchal invaders. And it's, again, it's this destruction 
of the role of women and the use of women. And so I, we just want to acknowledge that as we talk about it. Okay, so they have their war prizes. I mean, their funeral prizes. And then he starts what what they call the funeral game. So the, the first, uh, uh, this is almost like a precursor to the Olympics. Um, and so he starts off with a chariot race. And he talks uh, at length about uh, that. And he actually, uh, uh, you know, uh, Atreides meaning, meaning uh, well, no, it's 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 uh, Achilles telling uh, quote Atreides Achaeans at arms let the games begin and that's a phrase they still use at the Olympic Games. Mm-hmm. And Homer first wrote it down. How about that? All those years we use it in so many contexts in the modern world and millennia later, still echoing. Yeah, so he's talking about the uh, chariot of Achilles and the chariots of uh, of others and so on. And that goes on for a, a while, um, you know, for a few pages. You know, Diomedes races as well, so on. And Menelaus races. Menelaus meaning the, uh, you know, the, the king of Sparta and the wife of Helen, I mean, the husband of Helen and all that. So that first is the chariot race. It goes on for several pages. Um, and then the second event Second event is boxing, and he calls it a bruising boxing match. Chariot races, boxing. Yeah, it's like a, it's like an ESP. And, and interestingly, on the uh, island of uh, Thera Santorini, they have a mural of two young boys boxing. They have one glove on one hand only. So, so Michael Jackson style. Yeah, I guess. Okay. And then uh, the third event is. Uh, quote, grueling wrestling match. And uh, Ajax participates it and Odysseus, and they have a terrific wrestling match. And uh, it comes to be a stalemate. And then Between uh, Ajax and Odysseus? Yes. That's, that's impressive they, on Odysseus' they have a, part. A, a, quote, a stalemate. They talk about the third fall, again, that sacred number three. And uh, and then Achilles, you know, finally steps in and stops and no more struggling. Don't kill yourselves in sport. Victory goes to both. Both. So he gave the award to both of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth event is a foot race, which they still have in the. In the they have boxing. Uh, they have uh, foot races in in the modern Olympics and so on. Um. And. The fifth one is a, a duel with lances. They have a lance duel, but I guess not to the death. You know, they just cut each other, and whoever cuts them the most, I guess, wins. I, I'd hope not. You'd like to have your army intact if you're going to make your final run at the final assault at the at the city. Yeah, and then the sixth is uh, they have a shot put, and now Achilles set out a lump of pig iron. And the shot Etion used to put with all his power and so on. Anyhow, so they have a shot put thing. Uh, and uh, Ajax uh, lifts lifts it and you know swings and heaves heaves it and so on. And the seventh uh, and the last one, no, it's not the uh, last one. Excuse me. It's, it's the seventh is an archery contest. And so they. Uh, they have archery. And of course, Minicius is the uh, the best archer, and he, he wins that. 
Mm-hmm. And finally, uh, they have a spear throwing contest in which uh, Agamemnon participates and so on. And uh, so, and, and then the very last of the chapter, it says, And Agamemnon, lord of men, could not resist. Achilles gave the bronze shod spear to Maronis, I guess he won. And the winning hero, Atreides, gave his own prize to his herald, Dilithbius, the king Bernie's trophy. And that ends the chapter. Wow. It's an amazing chapter. So this this is really just the funeral games. Does it... Is there any mention of what happens to the body of Hector during the chapter besides the gods well, that, protecting it? The well, that it burns. It burns and, uh, and, and goes to Hades, goes to the uh, afterlife. H- Hector or Patroclus? Oh, it's going to be Patroclus. No, no. Hector is yeah. going to be dealt with in the next chapter. That's what I – okay. So we there is, uh, of course, the very famous way it's dealt, he's dealt with in the next chapter. So we're going to hear about that and hear about the very end – of our tale, our epic tale. So we we feasted, eat, drink, and be merry, as the great Romans would say, for tomorrow or for the next chapter, there'll be a lot of dying. So thank you, Dr. Gary Stickle. Thank you. As always. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. This has been the 34 Circe Salon, the Parallax Channel. This is Classical Studies 101. We are Exploring the Iliad, we have covered chapter 23, and all that is left is the last chapter, chapter 24, which will be up next. Stay tuned. Thank you all for listening, and God bless.